Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today moved to Orlando and saw there was a need for a place to get their everyday sustainable goods that was better for you and the planet. So they opened the first community-based sustainable store in Orlando. Please welcome the owner of OECO, Alisa Bolaños. What's going on? What's up? How are we doing today? We're doing good. We're chilling. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me to OECO. I absolutely love it. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, we'll get to talk a little bit more about the the spot and, and what, what to expect here. But um, I guess thanks for having lunch with me. What's your uh, your go-to lunch sandwich? Ooh, I mean, I'm Cuban, so a Cuban, you can't go wrong with that. Yes, definitely can't go. Gotta stay on brand, you know? Definitely can't <laughs> go wrong with, with a Cuban sandwich. Um, I, yeah, can't go wrong with that. I mean, you can go wrong with it, right? Like, yes. there are people that just can't do it. Well, I mean, it's kind of like all sandwiches, I would say. Right. Like, there's all, all types of food. There's certain places that you go to and you expect to eat certain things and you don't. I mean, I know some people have the theory of, even bad pizza is still pizza. Like bad pizza is still good pizza. Oh, That's no. not true. I'm from New York. If yeah. it's not good pizza, it's yeah. not good pizza. Yeah, and that, <laughs> and I know, and I definitely noticed that the longer, I will tell you this because you've you've only been in Orlando for a little, like what, maybe a year and a half. Two years at this point. Okay, yeah. yeah. So in your case, way different than me in the sense that I'm originally from New Jersey, up north. But I've been in Florida for so long and in Orlando for so for like over 20 something years. So I have no idea and no bias when it comes to <laughs> like New York, like the New York pizza is better. I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. So I, you know, but that's that's not that's either neither here nor there. But I definitely agree with you. Um, I do enjoy a good Cuban, especially a good a good Cuban. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll and if you want to name drop if there's certain places you like to go to and if there isn't and you're in the, still in the search, then that's perfectly fine as well. I mean, I'm always searching, but Cubans on the run, they have my heart lately. Okay. And, you know, my Uber Eats account. Yeah. Very high. If uh, I will tell you, um, I will tell you that if you haven't had, um, there's a few places I do like and I have no problem name dropping them. Alo Cubano is very oh, good. Oh, yeah, they're good. Uh, Johan's awesome. Um, and then I also got to have a Cuban at Cubans on Wheels. Um, it's a food yet. truck and... She's amazing. She used to own the spot in College Park, College Park Cafe. It was Abuelita's Kitchen. Um, it's I call it the meatiest Cuban sandwich I've had um, in the sense that it is literally like usually sometimes Cuban Cuban sandwiches are just like really kind of, I don't know, like ham and cheese and then like a little bit of pork. Like right. this is like legit, like like humongous sandwich style. Um, so I definitely recommend it. Adding it to my list. Yes, add it to your list. So enough about, I know as much as, as, much as I want to talk <laughs> sandwiches with you and Cuban food with you, um, tell people a little bit about um, how you came about or how you came up with the idea of OECO. Yeah, I mean, I I always joke that I've always been a sustainable-ish, right? I'm Cuban, so out of necessity, if anything, we have always reused and repurposed when yeah. we can. Um, and... Growing up, honestly, it really wasn't until I had kids myself that I really focused on the sustainable journey. Um, And living in New York, we had this stuff accessible to us. We had refill shops, like we had actual, you know, recycling programs and all this stuff. And when I came to Orlando to stay, because we've been back and forth, like my life, when I came to Orlando, I realized I couldn't find what I needed. Yeah. Um, And I was working in corporate America at the time. I was dealing with a lot of stuff. I ended up giving birth to my son and having some birth trauma and that put a lot into perspective to me. 
And I said, you know what? I want to do some good. We got to make some change. We see that there this wasn't around. So we just took the risk and, and opened up shop. So how does, how's that conversation with your, with your husband? <laughs> uh, hey, we just moved to Orlando. We've only been here. We're still getting obviously acclimated. Uh, I want to open a shop. Like, was that like a, <laughs> like, did he just go, what are you crazy? Or what, like, how did that, how did that process go? Like, and I guess, and then I'm going to count. And then my other question is, um, are either side of you have like a, an entrepreneurial, um, like kind of like background in the sense of like other people within your family or just you in general, um, have an entrepreneurial background? Um, so we, we are the first to start our own business in our family. Awesome. Um, you know, it's a huge, that's the American dream, right? Yeah. My husband's Colombian. So both of our families came here looking for opportunity. Um, and he definitely thought I was crazy, but I mean, he wakes up and thinks that every day. <laughs> so he, he was with it. I mean, we moved to Orlando to do something different, to start, uh, you know, to have a little bit of a better life, to enjoy our lives more. So while he did think I was crazy, um, he was a hundred percent supportive and he's been supportive of the many just crazy ideas that I've had. Um, like driving to Miami and back in one day. So that was fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> never again. Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, we, I guess we are the first entrepreneurs in our family. Um, we've always had like different ideas of like, oh, this could be cool to do. And we've kind of half-assed stuff a lot. Um, but we never also saw the need that this you know, that was here that this would have filled. Um, so he was, he was just, he was down. I love it. I, I, I think that's ama amazing. So your store provides, um, and I'll, and I'll give like at least what I consider like a cliff note version of it. And then you can <laughs> definitely give me a more in depth of what I missed because obviously I'm, um, you know, my wife has been to the store more than I have. So I could definitely tell you, uh, but your store provides like sustainable, uh, and, ethically sourced, non-toxic, use, useful products, things like shampoos, laundry, refill stations, which I really like, um, products like soap and cleaners. And it's, it's everything from like home, home goods to, uh, you know, like just like everyday living products. Um, and so I know that's kind of like my version. Now give me your version. I'm giving you a, a person layman's terms version. <laughs> give me your elevator pitch. Like if someone says, Alyssa, what's o, what's o Eco about and what do you tell them? Well, O Eco is a consciously curated store with all sustainable goods. Our mission is to show people that you don't have to change your whole life to live a little bit more sustainable. So that's why we have items here that are your everyday items, right? Your um, paper towels, your cleaning supplies, your shampoo and body wash, but made better. For us and again with the planet in mind we have like you said we have our we have home goods we have makeup we have baby products we have toddler toys we have things that you wouldn't have even think should be or need to be sustainable we got it that's awesome i and, and that's one of the fun parts i think about coming into a store like this is being able to see it i think the other thing that i appreciate and we'll and we'll definitely talk more about this aspect of it um is the fact that um some people can be very, when they're very passionate about something, sometimes it could be a little bit over, um, 
I don't know. I call it almost, it sounds horrible to say, like I sometimes <laughs> will say almost like militant, like where it's like almost to the point where you're like, it's obsessive but to the point where it's like almost can be like off putting to a way. But right. one of the things that I, I love and from seeing on like on social and everything like that is the fact that you're just not, you're just kind of like, Hey, it's one little step at a time. It's new ways of being able to do it. It's the little changes and those little changes add up in time as you yep. start doing different things. Um, my, I guess my first one is how did you come up with the name Oeco? Um, I mean, the O is a little play on Orlando, yeah. right? And um, my thought behind it was when you come in here and you see things that you're like, oh, that's eco-friendly, yeah. you know? So that was my, it's kind of that twofold of like, oh, this is eco-friendly and, you know, Orlando's eco shop. When you come into the shop, I know a lot of people will say like, oh, what are some popular like what are some popular products that you think that you notice that a people have like really kind of drawn themselves to um, that's like a consistent thing that they would, uh, you know, constantly are buying and, and coming back for more? Well, our number one seller, which I didn't think it would have been. Yeah. It's an amazing product, but our shower steamers, those fly off the shelves faster than I can stock yep, them, honestly. Yep. yep. I'm going to, I'm going to leave home with some <laughs> tonight. Actually. They're so good. Have you yeah. tried them yet? I have. It's in I my, it's because, uh, I believe the beauty of it is you can act literally leave it on in the, on the ground. And yep. so then like, you know, and so, yeah, I smell it all the time. I smell, I, I smell the eucalyptic and, and like all that stuff is, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool stuff. It's life changing. Yeah. It is. And with two kids, like I can't take a bath ever cause they'll try to jump in. So yeah. that's my like spa moment, yeah. my relaxation. It's really good for sinuses and allergies yes. too. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely, definitely by far our number one. Um, refills are a close second because that's what we're all about, right? We're trying to show people just reuse what you have. There's nothing more convenient than that. And, um, hmm, I don't know. I mean, we have a lot of good stuff. Probably our shampoo bars because that, or our toothpaste tablets. Those are two big changes that people are like, huh, I don't know about it. And then once they do it, they're like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's actually one of those that I've actually was like thinking about. I was like, oh, I think I want to make that change. Um, just because of like toothpaste and, and in general. Um, so I could definitely see that, um, for sure. That's definitely one of those. What, what do you think are some misconceptions about buying sustainable? Um, well, I mean, I think the biggest misconception is that you kind of have to do all or nothing. Yeah. Right. And, and like you said, and I appreciate, you know, we really try to take that pressure off yeah. because that's not sustainable, right? You cannot just change your whole house, change your whole life, spend all that money and think it's going to like work like that. No. Um, so that's, that's one misconception, right? You don't have to change everything. You don't have to be zero waste. You don't have to fit your garbage in a jar. Like that is what I'm actively trying to fight against. It's just doing better. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't know, I guess the other misconception that I feel like people, when they think like, oh, eco-friendly, like it's all like hippie and like earthy and, and it is to an extent, right? Earthy, but you know, we have a lot of like very high quality products here too. Salon quality, spa quality. So, you know, people don't put eco and luxury together all the time. Yeah. So we're trying to change that too. No, I like that. I think, and I think that's important when it comes to that. Um, and, w and what you kind of, one of the things I thought of when just being one of like, when I hear like being the first or, you know, and something into this, um, I always think it's like, it can be very difficult and and almost like almost exhausting. Um, I can assume in the sense of just trying to get the word out, trying to um, the constant like almost like you're teaching. You're mm -hmm. kind of constantly teaching. 
Um, what are some things that you, you know, to try to get the word out and to kind of grow, what are some things you've done that has been successful in sharing your message, um, and trying to do that? Because obviously I think you do a really good job, um, on social, uh, and then there's some other things that you do that I kind of, I'm going to, I'm kind of leading you up to kind of be able to kind of share, like, what are some of the things that have been successful for you? Because, Sometimes, you know, and, and in just in general, like sometimes small people want to start something that no one else, you know, people think like, oh, you're crazy. Why would right. you want to do that? Um, and I think you you being one of those where you're kind of having to teach that I'm kind of curious, like what are what are some things that you've done that you think have been successful that kind of helped you along the way? I mean, social, obviously, like you mentioned, that's been a great way to reach people. Um, we've also uh, tried to really I mean, we are part of the community right so we have organized community cleanups and tried to do little community events to get people together and again it's not necessarily even about like our store but about doing better for everyone for yeah. everyone um so all these community events and um we are starting classes as well to help kind of teach people guide people into that um you know show people we're here and what we're about and what we can I'll learn together. I think I'll always be teaching because I'm always going to be learning. This is a lifelong process um, and things change all the time. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I, and I, I think the other thing that I find to be very interesting is the fact that like you're, I mean, obviously you've made the conscious effort, but you're just like you said, you're, you're learning yourself. Um, so it's not like you're coming in saying like, I'm mightier, you know, holier oh, than thou. Not, like, yeah. I'm kind of like, going through that. And so that's kind of one of those things where, um, I love the fact that you're like, you, you know, like you said, like you do some pop-ups as well, mm -hmm. um, yeah. in other locations, which I think is great. Um, when it comes to trying to relay the message, um, and as well as the workshops, I think the workshops are going to be very effective in, uh, for you, um, when it comes to that stuff, just because you get to kind of have, uh, another place to kind of be able to share your story and tell people what you're, uh, what you're about. And then at the same time, provide them with a solution for things on their day to day, you know, things that you're kind of like perfect example. I know one of them is like cloth diapers. Yep. Um, Very I do have a, one. I do have a friend who uses cloth diapers. Um, and you know, and, and it's kind of like some people would be like, that sounds crazy. But, <laughs> but at the same time, you know how much money you waste and how much, how much you, you know, how much damage you're creating with oh all God. these different diapers yep. and especially with kids, um, the blowouts and all the things <laughs> that happen with diaper changes, um, you know, you kind of think twice sometimes about that yeah. stuff. And I will say blowouts don't happen in cloth diapers. So yeah. that's, that's the one plus yeah, right there. there if, if money saving wasn't enough for you, no blowouts should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of, I kind of, I, I definitely think that's a, that's definitely a good one. And it's funny because my friend also said the same thing when, uh, they asked her, like, you, you use cloth diapers? And she's like, going, and then they, someone made a comment and she's like, oh, I don't have that issue. So it's kind of funny that that's a consistent one. Um, so I, I'm, I'm always intrigued by this because like, I love the concept and the idea of being eco-friendly, sustainable, um, and, but it, it's obviously very overwhelming. So mm -hmm. I guess my first, so I'm kind of curious, do you have like tips, suggestions, uh, on someone trying to like starting out to, to want to go that route? Yeah. Um, obviously start small, but I would always say to pick one area of your life. So for me, my first, um, changes were in the kitchen, right? I would, I started with reusable containers. Then I moved up to unpaper towels. Um, so those small changes and picking one area really helps it not feel so overwhelming, yeah. you know, little by little 
progress, not perfection. We're just doing what we can. Um, and I, I mean, the other, the, the biggest sustainable tip, which really doesn't help me as a store, but it helps the planet is use what you have. That is the most sustainable thing. I don't like when people think, oh, um, you know, our laundry detergent has toxins, which it probably does, but use it because you dumping it down the drain is going to do more harm. It's just going to end up in our waterways and in our food systems and our drinking water. So yeah, just use what you have. That is my number one. Yeah. And I think that's like a, that's a big one. And I think, I mean, obviously in, in, I recommend like once you then run out of those things, then then you can start incorporating those things and you can even incorporate them and see like, Hey, what are things that I actually will, you know, work for me and stuff like that, like deodorants and things like that. Right. That, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, this actually works better. It feels better on my skin. It's, you know, does a better job. I feel cleaner if I'm using certain soaps. People are, are surprised about that a lot, especially like the toothpaste tablets, yeah. because that, that's a weird one. I'll say straight yeah. up, like people, even me, like when I first started using them, like my mind could not compute, like this is not how I brush my teeth. But then your mouth feels cleaner and you notice, you know, your mouth is healthier. So you're like, okay, this, this is a swap that makes sense. So like you said, you know, using what you have and then swapping for that better product. Mm -hmm. And, and we here try to have a scale of things, right? Good, better, best. So you start with something, you see if you like it, if it works for you. And if not, you can move on to something else, you know, because the other thing with sustainable products is they tend to be more than what you would buy on Amazon, right? And there's many reasons for that, right? There's an ethical supply chain, um, you know, ethical manufacturing practices, just trying to do things better. So they are costly, but they're also made to last you a long time. You know, our our shampoo bars, they'll last you like nine months. Wow. A long time. Oh, even more if you don't wash your hair that often, you know? Um, So these things, while it may seem pricey to spend $25 on a shampoo bar you're buying that once yeah and then you're good for a long time yeah versus buying your what four or five six I don't know how much shampoo costs now because I haven't used it in so long depending on where you depending on where you're buying it it could be anywhere from like six bucks or more and you're gonna get that what every few weeks Mm -hmm. you know so you're saving money yeah at the end of the day and saving the planet what's been some of the difficulties in having a having a shop and this, that, that whole process of like, cause I mean, obviously you've never opened it. You've never had a shop before. Right. So what are some of the growing pains or some of the things that you've gone through with that? Um, well, it's hard starting a small business <laughs> and not having Jeff Bezos money, first of all, you know, so we, you know, we funded this ourselves. We pulled out our retirement and did everything. So that's obviously been one, um, fun hurdle to come across and making sure we have enough products, but the time that it takes to do anything i mean we were supposed to open our shop in april of 2022 and we opened in september so wow that process was fun and that was not as bad as many other people you know have to face um the time in researching because i really do if if it's not a product i've used it's a product that i'm gonna use because i try everything here you know i'm the guinea pig if i use it you know if if i think it's safe for me or my family like that's when we'll sell it but like doing the research of is it really sustainable? Where does it come from? That whole process is is time consuming. So it tends to take a little while to get things on our shelves, but once we get it on our shelf, it's worth it. Yeah. No, I think that's uh 
And I think that's a, that's a, that's important because then it makes it one, it makes it a lot easier for you to be able to talk about these products because right. you're like, oh, I've already used these products and I've really loved this and you have, so it almost kind of be able to provide, especially since, you know, even though you're not, I would say you're here all the time, but you do have, you do have other support staff that's here because um, you can't be here all the mm-hmm. time. Um, so in that aspect, like those are some of the things that it's very important to be able to have and be able to share um, and knowledge share some of those things, uh, which I think is super important. Um, so I, ass- I, and I'm, and I'm kind of, like I thought about this is when we, when I was doing my research, because I know people like what they assume with me, like, oh, this guy just eats sandwiches all the time. <laughs> That's all he does. Um, do people kind of do the same thing to you about like, you know, I, I, and you know what I mean? Like in the sense of like seeing like, are like, oh, is that sustainable? Like, oh, did I do this right? Or did I, you know what I mean? Like, Especially do they, like my family like, do they think you're like worse. the police now of like, of those things? You're like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, are you going to judge me because I'm using a paper towels or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it like one of those? How does that, yeah. how does that work now? Because now that you have this shop, I mean, even though like you may have been originally like, Hey, we're a sustainable family. We're trying to do more sustainable things. Now that you have this, it's like all of a sudden it's like, I, you have like the badge and now you're like the police of it. Um, <laughs> That's why I emphasize sustainable ish, right? Yeah. 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 Ish, yeah. Heavy on the ish. Yeah. Because I mean, we're human and we have lives. Yeah. Like I, my brother gives me crap all the time. Cause like there's been plenty of times that we've gone out and there's nowhere to refill our waters or we just forget it. So like I have to buy a disposable plastic water bottle yeah. and I'll get the, Ooh, like I'm telling everyone, I'm oh, going to take a picture yeah. of you. And I'm just like, it happens, you know? And I really, I hope no one thinks I'm like the police like that because I don't want anyone to think that this is what you have to strive through. You have to be completely zero waste. Like, no, yeah. it happens, you know, good, better, best. We're human. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not the police. Now, if you order on Amazon, that's different. <laughs> so it's funny because one of the things that you said, which I appreciate, I watched one of your videos um, talking about even like the plastic, like, you know, cause some people are like, Oh, I didn't bring a glass jar. And you're like, well, it's okay. You can bring like a plastic, so, uh, your plastic, you know, bottle to refill as long as it's, you know, clean and, and, right. and dried and, and whatever. And so like, I, and I, and I really appreciated that because I can see people then being put off by it or then it becomes like that where it becomes more inviting and welcoming because you're like, well, this is what I have. And then you're right. Like it is one of those where like it's a lot better to get more uses out of that because, um, you know, and it's funny because I I will admit, I'm like, I thought everything was recyclable. Um, My daughter and it was funny because my daughter she's in high school and one of her things that she had to read was about recycling to the point where she's like, I don't even want to recycle anymore. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what? And she's like, all this stuff doesn't even get recycled. Mm -hmm. And so then it got, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, yeah, all these things don't get recycled. And then people don't do this. And then it's like, it becomes trash. And then it's like, and I was just like, well, what, then what's the per, like, you know, I kind (laughs) of got, I was getting frustrated for her. Um, so I totally understand where, where she was coming from. So then when, so when I saw things like that and see your social, when you're talking about those things, I appreciate it. Cause I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Like it is, it's the little things, not just for, you know, and, and it's for, not just for me, but it's, you know, it's all those things that we talk about, like, you know, being sustainable and trying to be good, um, right. when it comes to that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, we don't have to be perfect. There's no real, I guess, end game. Like you don't have to have everything glass in your I mean, I still have the Chinese food takeout containers, you know, all in my cabinets. It's about keeping what we can out of the landfills. And if you have a plastic bottle, if you have your laundry jug, come in and refill it. Like yeah. we're going to use it as much as we can until it breaks down and, you know, that that's other problems. But yeah. it's better than just dumping it and buying something new. What 
so let's talk about the space because like you have a, it's a great space. I know you Thank took you. it took you a while to get to it. How did how did all this come about? Like how did you end up in Ivanhoe the Ivanhoe Village area? How did that kind of go come about when you were looking for for a spot? So we looked at a few places. Um, we spent a lot of time here in Ivanhoe Village, um, Ivanhoe Village Winter Park, like this kind of whole area. And when we looked at the space and got here and the lake was right across the street that honestly sold it to me I didn't care how it looked inside you know I was just like I can sit outside or open the door and just stare at the lake all day if it, even if it's slow you know so that that really called to me and just the the neighbors here the other shops like they're very big on which I think most of Orlando is but you know small shops shopping local and that vibe just really kind of fit into what we were all about yeah. and it just it fit yeah that's great and then was the space like was the space originally like taken or was it one of those it was like it was just kind of opportunity kind of came and you're like hey i'm jumping up on this because uh it was uh, it became available or how did all that kind of go about so it was a barbecue place before us i remember right? that um it smelled amazing yeah. for different reasons <laughs> and um he was vacating he moved to his own space and i think i found it kind of right as you know, that happening. transition. Yeah. So it was like perfect timing. It really was like, it was everything kind of aligning for us. And it was during the same exact time. So it wasn't one of those where like the building came and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to make my concept happen. Or it was more of the, I already have an idea. I want to make this happen. I'm just trying to find a place and it just kind of, yep, the, yeah, the right opportunity came and you jumped on it. We had the idea. We always started this with the intention of opening up shop. You know, we started online because, you know, you have to get going somewhere, but and then in pop ups and markets and stuff. But, you know, the goal was always a retail shop, a brick and mortar where people can come in and see and touch and feel feel and refill. Um, so it you know, that was the goal. So we kind of just head first looked for the places and, and it really did align for us. No. And I think I think it's super important that, you know, to find the right spot. In the right location and i think the fact that you have like this is a definitely a great great area and that's always kind of the tough part right when you're trying yeah. to find um especially when it comes to this i think this area is very good as well location wise kind of fits very well with this the concept yeah. of um of oeco um for sure like i think it definitely is like a, a perfect little balance um for it which is uh i think it's great i mean i think it's a great a great addition to to the community. I think Thank a lot you. of people are going to, um, are going to love, are, are going to love this. I mean, you've now, so you've been now, how long have you been the storefront? So the storefront's been open for four months, four months, yep. but you've been a, you've been a store, you've been doing pop-ups and all that stuff since, so it's been since over January since, of last yeah. year. Yeah. So what, what, what are some things that you, some tips and advice that you would give someone, um, you know, kind of like from what you've got, you've gathered from this experience so far that you would be like, if you had to do it over again, what would you do? What would you do differently? Mm, I don't know if I would really do anything differently other than not waiting so long to do it. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of it was me getting in my head, right? Mm -hmm. Like, who am I to open up the shop? Right. It's part of that. Like people look at you as the expert, as the yeah. know-all, right? So it's like, who am I? I'm just this, you know, little Latina girl from Queens, like trying to open up shop here in Orlando. Like why, why me? Um, so that like imposter syndrome got in my head. So it, if I would do anything different, it would just starting, just starting. And if I could tell anybody that it would just start whatever idea you have, just do it. 
there, you know, I, I'm sure everyone's heard that thing that, you know, you can have a McDonald's and a Burger King across the street and they're still both going to do well, even though they both sling burgers. Like, why not start your idea, even if it's an idea that other people have had, yeah. you know, just do it. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard it that way. Really? But that's something so, so true. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in the same thought, thought process as you. Like, I'm like, we could all be successful. We can all yeah. have... You know, even if it's somewhat thing similar, we can all be kind of be, you know, be successful together. Um, and so to me, that's one of the big reasons. I mean, heck, that's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast is because I, I want to be able to support other small businesses. So uh, I told I totally uh, I told I agree 100 percent with you on the aspect of we get in our heads. And that's kind of the the big thing that we all kind of deal with when it comes to it. Um, I think what's great is the fact that how you kind of were able to go small and then you, you know, at least to kind of get a taste of how it kind of was going to go. Right. And then, then obviously you made the hard choice of, Hey, we're going to run all in 401k, mm -hmm. everything just to kind of, you know, cause we need the funds to be able to do this and kind of build from it. And then now you basically kind of, you know, hopefully as you continue building and growing, that you kind of, you know, keep growing the growing this concept. I hope so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. like I would I would love to, you know, have a bulk food store like we used to have here. Right. We used to have Bulk Nation. And, yeah. you know, there's Sprouts, but, you know, yeah. we want a real eco friendly bulk shop and, and being able to expand would be an absolute dream. Yeah. Well, I like that. I like the fact that you're already kind of thinking of like this is what's next, even though like you're kind of you're still kind of growing into your into the space or at least into the community right but i think it's awesome i think that's like super important to be able to have what um what do you think has been or what do you think is the recipe for success for for this have you seen or spoken to other people that have similar businesses like this um across the country and maybe reached out to them and built that kind of community or how what what have you been doing well um Luckily, because, you know, like I said, I'd lived in New York and there were eco shops there. I became very good friends with um, a few owners of different shops. Um, honestly, that was another motivation for me because I used to go to my local eco shop once a week or twice a week, hang out there. Okay. So the fact that people thought I worked there because I'm oh, like, oh wow. my gosh, this is great. And I use it for this. And they're like, okay, ring me up. And I'm like, no, I can't. Sorry. I don't, I don't work. <laughs> I, don't, I just spend my money here. Yeah. I don't actually make it. Um, so I, I had that, you know, foundation yeah. that I was able to pick you know their brains of you know what should i do what should i get how do i do this um and really the sustainable community across the country is super supportive there are um there's a a, a page called refill collective which is a very big support system for refill shops um to kind of bounce ideas off each other so that's that's been a huge help um and honestly even small businesses here like i can I name drop? Like, can I shout yeah, out? Yeah, like, uh, please. That's that. I want you to. <laughs> like Amanda, who owns um, Grounding Roots and the Home Farm, has been such an amazing, amazing help to me. Chelsea at Yaya and Lou. Um, uh, oh my God! Like so many people. Matt, Jeff at Maffrey's, our neighbors all yeah. here. Stacy and from Yay and and Zach and Kelly at Air Home. Like everyone's been so helpful um, and supportive. And I'm annoying. I, I text and I'm like, wait, what do I do? How do I do this? And and no one's ever like been like, stop, Alyssa. Like <laughs> everyone's just always been very, very supportive. And it's 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 refreshing. No. And I think I think that's important. I think that's important to be able to see that um, because you're right. There could be some cultures or some areas that are very closed off. And then you're like, oh, well, you do do what you need to do. Yeah. I'm not going to help <laughs> you. But it's kind of goes back to the same idea that you said, like, you know, 
you can have two McDonald's and a Burger King and you can kind of survive and uh, and do that. And I think that's very important, especially I mean, they're all you're all different businesses. And that's the other part of it is that it's different businesses helping each other, just kind of being like, hey, I see I see what you're trying to do and what you're trying to do. And I love what you're you're trying to do. So I want to be able to help you in some way. Uh, And I think that's always kind of important when people kind of reach out and things like that um, to others. So I think that that. I mean, I think that's kind of what you want when you have a, when you're in a community and in a location like the way you're in the location you're at. Because, I mean, it is it's absolutely gorgeous, the the spot. So I was kind of always like, man, I'm like, Where do, how'd they get this? I'm like, this is <laughs> awesome. I'm like, what a great little spot they got here. Um, where can people follow you? Where can people, you know, sub, you know, kind of listen and, and kind of check out? And, uh, and obviously, if they're in the area, come in and actually do some shopping. Um, give me all the details. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're on. Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as at O-E-C-O Orlando. So that's O-H-E-C-O Orlando. Um, I post hilarious reels, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Um, Online, we're O-H-E-C-O.com. And we're here in Ivanhoe Village at 1215 North Orange Avenue. Um, Whenever you're around, like, stop by. We're really nice here. And, you know, we are all about, you know, answering questions and helping people out and, you know, at the end of the day, we all live on this planet. We all have to do something. So let's just take care of each other. I absolutely love it. I think it's a. I think it's it's a great shop. Um, my wife's definitely been here more than I have. <laughs> I love her um, so much. <laughs> so, I, and it's funny because, of course, like my wife always likes to use the line, "Well, but I'm supporting another small business, honey." And like, and, and the funny part <laughs> is this: I'm like, I never get angry or upset with her about right. it. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. I was like sounds great i'm like say hi to her for me i was like <laughs> i'm like i don't know i i just kind of don't ever it doesn't bother me because i i do i absolutely love the fact that my wife understands and and is very into the idea of like other small businesses she loves the idea of all that stuff of like what what are we putting in when we clean yeah. uh you know and and those things and we've kind of become more and more aware of those things um so that's kind of one of the big things for us so i definitely uh i love having this here because i think because we didn't it's one of those things where if you don't have it you don't know you need to have it right or it may be something like oh i didn't even think of this because i mean it was just was something i didn't have right so the fact that you guys are here now and you have the refill stations i think is going to be is a great thing to have because you can just you know bring your stuff in and get refills um and even if you don't have a jar i will say people have donated and we still take donations um just another way to make it more accessible i like that you know those jars the community jars are free for people to use you just pay for the refill so it's another way to you know whether you don't have a jar, can't afford a jar, or you're just on your way home and you're like, oh, oh crap. crap, I forgot a yeah. jar. Like me, I, I forgot, forgot a jar. I we forgot. need dish yeah. soap, whatever it may be, yeah. just stop in and we got you. Yeah, no, I love that. And what if they want to donate? Like, can they just come in and, and just yep. do a drop off? Just come in, drop it off. We take jars. We'll even take like your small Amazon shipping boxes and stuff because we reuse that um, when we ship out orders nationwide too. I like that. You're like, like, even though you don't like, you may not like the Amazon, but you're like, I'll use your boxes. It's one thing less for me to be able to use. Better Jeff Bezos paying for that than me, you know? (laughs) Hey, I'm down with it. I totally get that. I totally get that. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for Alyssa Bolaños for uh, of Oico to come in and being on. Let me spend some time here in the shop with her and, uh, and chat with her. Definitely. If you're in the area, definitely check, check them out. Um, if anything, I would just say, even if you just, even if you're not in the area, definitely follow online, get some, I mean, I think there's some, she has some great tips. She's very good in social. I I definitely, (laughs) I do, I do, do enjoy her videos. 
um, just because I do think that you do get a good idea of the little steps. And sometimes I think, like you know, just like in all things can be overwhelming, take small bites, little by little. I think it's a, a great thing. So I definitely think it's a, a great opportunity to if you kind of want to be able to do like, hey, I want to have a better, uh, better environment. I want to have a do some better things for my own my own house. Definitely. And for yourself, definitely check them out. Um, definitely check them out online. If you, um, if you like the show, definitely subscribe, put, give me some stars, leave some reviews, tell your friends, check out old episodes. I make them so that we can listen. So everyone can listen to old, to other people. I think everyone's got an amazing story, whether you've been in business forever or just starting out. Um, and I just kind of want to be able to share those messages with some people. So I definitely hope and I appreciate everyone that listens. Um, if you want to support me, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads. Um, spread it like PB&J. Um, definitely tell everybody. But thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>